Hello, and welcome to the March 2022 Alignment Report. In this episode, I tell you all about what felt aligned for me in March, what's been going on behind the scenes in my business, what I didn't do and what didn't feel aligned, as well as the most meaningful actions that help me drive progress in my business. You're listening to the Aligned Action Podcast, the show that helps baffled beginners and even experienced entrepreneurs set intentions, attract ideal clients, and make meaning and money using real-life examples, an interactive teaching style, and in-episode experiences. I'm your host, Chantelle, an educator-turned-web designer and aligned business mentor at Clear Quartz Creative. Together, we'll get past your playing small patterns and transform your all-over-the-place ideas into exciting possibilities so you can get the clarity you want, have the alignment you need, and embody the steps to grow your business your way. So take a deep breath, settle in with intention, and let's get into today's episode. Overall, I felt very aligned in March, probably more aligned than the previous month, and I think a lot of that is owing to daylight savings time. I am a much happier human when the sun's still up past 7 p.m., so that was a positive change for me this month that I think contributed to a lot of my alignment. One thing that I did this month that I found very helpful was continued writing those desired outcomes. I talked about this, I think, an episode back where every night I write the desired outcomes for the next day. It's like a to-do list or like a high priority list, but I'm finding that it's helping a lot more than those other styles of task management used to work for me. I've been really enjoying writing what I want to happen the next day, what feeling I want to create. I actually set a goal for March to write them every single day. I did not achieve that, but I did write more this month than I did the month before. So I'm going to take that as a win. I'm going to take that as growth. This month, another idea that was aligned was that I emailed my list and I asked for help. It was a different style of email newsletter and my audience really came through. I asked for help on YouTube because it's a strategy that I'm considering and I just don't know very much about it. So I put the question out to my list and I think I had the most replies to a newsletter that I've ever had. People sent me back questions and ideas and resources and One person even offered to get on a Zoom call with me and give me her insights from how she's run her channel for the last six years. It was so heartwarming at a time when I felt quite disconnected. Having these replies and having these responses was very reassuring and it was so nice to see that I have a reciprocal relationship with my email list that, you know, we can be conversational and it's not just me sending things out in one direction. Another thing that was aligned this month in March was that I decided to book a spot for myself at a retreat, which is happening in April. And I'm really excited about this, not just because we haven't traveled in a while, but I mean that too, but I get to meet one of my friends, one of my clients in real life, Val, you've heard from her in a previous episode on this podcast. I'll link her episode in the show notes because I can't remember the number right now. I get to meet Val in real life at this creative entrepreneur retreat that we are attending together this month. The retreat is all about creating content and social media. And when I first brought the idea to Val, I thought, "Ah, do we really need to learn a whole lot more about social media? And then I reminded myself that I haven't even posted to my feed yet in 2022, and I think I've put up three stories. So maybe I do need a refresher. 
So the retreat is going to be three or four, I think it's three days, four nights at the end of April. We do all sorts of things during that time, like yoga and sound healing and some kind of cocktail making workshop, I think. And the days are going to be spent really focused in on content strategy and content creation. We each get a photo shoot as part of it. And it's all in this beautiful farmhouse on the water. I've wanted to do this sort of thing since I started in entrepreneurship, but I've never made the time or I've never been willing to spend the expense. After four years in business that I'm finally going to one of these feels like a really big milestone and I'm excited to just go and be with nine or 10 other entrepreneurs in the same place, all staying together in this big, beautiful house and sharing meals together, coffee, all the things, just getting to meet people and have these in-person connections. I think this will be very beneficial for me, especially because of my human design environment, which is kitchens wet. What kitchens wet means is that you like to be where things are happening, where things are combining and mixing together. And you like to be right in that environment, not as an observer, but as someone who's in the action. And of course, over the last few years, there haven't been many opportunities for this. And most of my work time, which used to be a whole lot more collaborative, Collaborative. I used to go to events and workshops and I used to co-work and be part of groups. A lot of what I do now is sitting by myself in a room in my house and it's just not the same environment wise. And I think I've been feeling the effects of that. So being able to immerse myself in that environment is something that is very exciting for me. I'm going to report back in the April alignment report to tell you how that all went, but that's something that I am really looking forward to. Another point of alignment this month is that that I worked a lot on my new offer, the one that will be replacing Aligned Action, my signature course. This month, I spent most of my time researching and reading. I read on the science of learning and the science of motivation. I read about how our brains create memories and how we get more intelligent over time. I read about how the internet and social media, what they're doing and how they're doing damage to our attention. I know my attention span anyways. I also did some market research and I asked my Instagram followers what they aren't enjoying about course products that they've purchased. And I had some really fascinating conversations in my DMs with them. This research phase was important because I didn't want to rush right into an offer that wasn't right for me. After a year or so of underperforming launches, I am being really careful this time to build myself a structure that I'm not going to feel the need to scrap in a few months time when my passions go elsewhere as a manifesting generators tend to do. My intuition was very clear that I'm going to be thinking long-term with this offer. It's going to be with me and be with my business long-term. And so it is worth investing the extra time and the effort into the structuring of the offer. And I've spent an immense amount of time this month doing things like deciding what exactly is going to be included, what exactly everything is going to be named and how it's all going to be priced and how it's, how it's all going to work. I'm not ready to announce the complete new offer yet, but I can tell you three things right now. One is it's a medium ticket investment. So you've heard of low ticket you've heard of high ticket. This is in the middle. In my market research, I found that you are feeling tired of basic offers 
that essentially regurgitate free content that you could have Googled. You are ready for more, but that doesn't mean that you also want to be spending thousands of dollars on whatever comes next. I heard from people who were frustrated by all of these low cost workshops and webinars and things where they're pitching two, three, four thousand dollar courses. You are wanting a middle of the road option. So something that goes more in depth than this under hundred dollar, basically a freebie kind of content, but you do want something that isn't a gigantic commitment of time and money. You're looking for something in the middle of the road. Number two, it's a completely new format from everything else going on in the online space. As far as I know, it's the only format that combines these two things. This is the part that I'm really excited about. You are feeling tired of the slide deck format. Be honest. (laughs) Me too. I'm moving on from that in this offer and I'm creating something novel that is going to engage your brain (laughs) and wake you up from all of the slide deck kind of courses. I can't wait to tell you more about that in future episodes, but I'm leaving the secret partially covered on that one for now. Number three is it's completely client inspired. Every single thing that's being created and included comes from one or many client conversations that I've had. Another item that came up when I did the market research and I talked to people was you're feeling this gap between information and action. You're feeling like everything that you're buying or you're consuming, it just loads you up with knowing more like that information piece, which is kind of what you're craving. But then you're realizing, hmm, this doesn't tell me what I'm actually supposed to do next. And we want to avoid you feeling lost on what to do because the alignment part is only half of it. Action is necessary too. Just ask the name of this podcast. This idea of creating every single one of the offers, I have to be careful here to not tell you exactly what it's going to be, but the analogy that I'm reminding myself of is, you know how you go shoe shopping and you flip the shoe box over and each shoe has a name? In women's shoes anyways, it's frequently named after like women's names, like real life names. And I want the different aspects of this offer to each have a name. It'll have a real name that, you know, tells you the value and the transformation that you're going to get, but it'll also have the name of a particular client attached to it with that client's permission, of course, because I want you to know that I'm not just creating content and things for you to buy out of a void. I'm creating them as a response as a response to an actual need from an actual client who has an actual business that is very similar to yours. And a note on that responding thing. Responding is the name of my strategy in human design to respond. Previously, I I used to interpret responding as like, oh, well, I can respond to something that's coming to me in my environment, or I can respond to my own ideas. I can respond to my own internal state. And I read a post this month that basically said the exact opposite and it challenged the idea that I had about it. After I read that in the second half of this month, I I recommitted to actually giving responses to information and experiences that were coming towards me and then acting on those responses rather than responding to my own internal state and my own spiraling ideas. And it's true that when I've seen the contrast, you know, before and after of this, that It does feel much more aligned for me to be responding to things that are outside of myself. I do feel that I'm on a better trajectory with that where I am feeling more in alignment and I'm not forcing things. I'm going to be creating content around this new offer as I'm building it behind the scenes and 
I want your input. I'm extremely committed to this being client and student-centered. Message me at Clear Quotes Creative. Tell me which of the three things that I just talked about are most exciting to you. And tell me what you want to hear next. Tell me what you're curious about, what questions you have. I'm happy to answer them. And when I say content, I do mean podcast. Yes, it's coming back. I honestly was away on the podcast longer than I expected. I think that it was a necessary part where I had to sit in the in-between. That way I wasn't forcing my next steps. With that, on to the category of not aligned this month. I had so many calls this month for web design, so many sales calls, and it's rare to have so many in a short period of time. So this opportunity, it gave me the perspective of being able to compare them closely and develop more awareness around my sales calls. I was a little bit rusty too. I haven't done very many. And then I had a whole slew of them all one after the other. One call in particular was with someone who I had had touchy communication with already. And there were several markers of this person not being my ideal client, especially when it came to boundaries and communication, this potential client was not aligned. And sure enough, they didn't book with me. They also didn't fill out my response form that makes it very easy to say no, but I digress. (laughs) I did also have successful sales calls for people who did become clients and just having the ability to see them so close together and compare them and my feelings around them was very illuminating. A few months ago, I decided to shift my goal for web design for the year to go from a goal of 18 clients to a goal of six clients. And everything about my experiences this month led me to realize that this was a very good move. I in no way had the energy for 18 website projects, but I do have the energy and the excitement for six very aligned clients. Another bit that didn't feel aligned this month, aside from a couple of those sales calls, was I did get sent a proposal from a client who asked me if I wanted to submit together for a website request for proposals, an RFP. And this was to create a tourism website for a small town in the province where I live. And this was an instant no for me. As I was reading the email, I could feel very clearly in my body that it was a it was a sacral no. It was a gut response of no thank you to this. I don't want to put in a ton of effort into submitting a proposal where I'm unlikely to receive it because in general, these kinds of projects don't build on web builders like Squarespace or Wix, which I use. The project just didn't feel exciting to me. I wasn't excited about implementing branding and creating a website for a town as opposed to a service-based business, which is my actual niche. And so I said no to that and I instantly felt relieved once it was taken care of uh, and archived from my inbox, which happens automatic when I hit send. That was a great reinforcing experience of feeling the no, instantly acting on the no, and moving on. In the not aligned category, I feel like I need a new category of not aligned, but I did it anyways. Um, I wish I didn't have that, but it's true. This year, I'm working on a new habit of being on my phone less and keeping my screen time less than an average of two hours. This habit was, I was doing really well on it for January and February, but it sort of disintegrated this month, which tends to happen to me around month two, three of a new habit. I swiped and scrolled my way through the first two thirds of this month until I kind of got my act together. And then I fell off the wagon a little bit again. Why is this such a hard habit to break? I mean, I know why I read a whole book on it this month, but what a struggle, honestly, of trying 
trying to be less on my phone. Now that I have more awareness around my phone habits and I'm actually tracking daily, I'm writing it down in my book, having to come face to face with knowing that I'm not doing well at the habit and yet continuing to do it anyways was striking where I really noticed "Hmm, this is not affecting my mental health in a positive way. Like I'm just feeling really stuck the more that I spend time on my phone, but somehow not being able to pull myself away from it. That was really tough this month. It did not feel aligned. So this is going to be an ongoing place of improvement for me, an ongoing place where I can experience growth. Hopefully, fingers crossed for April. On that somewhat hopeful note, let's move on to the most meaningful actions that I took this month based on the alignment that I felt. One is I attended a networking party hosted by Annie of Anniepreneur. I'll link her in the show notes. I've been on her podcast before. Actually, I'll put that episode in the show notes. She sent an invite this month to a networking party. I haven't been to an event like that in a while. Annie just brings so much energy to everything that she does. You can hear that if you listen to our episode together. She sent an actual invitation out through Paperless Post where, you know, I got to RSVP as though I was going to a real party. I got really excited about this. It was something that I looked forward to for the couple of weeks between the invite and the actual event. And it was not a disappointment. It was so wonderful to go and meet a whole brand new room of people. I wasn't really familiar with anyone because everyone was new to me. It was even more exciting. And I was reminded of how much I miss that collaborative aspect. I miss that element of meeting new people and just being in the room with people who are doing exciting things, which probably also contributed to me making that retreat decision. After I experienced the positivity and the energy boost of this networking party, which was online, but it felt as energizing as in person, which is remarkable. The whole experience just helped me remember how important that connection is for me. It helps sustain me through all of the social media interaction that follows or the email communication that follows. Having that actual face-to-face connection is something that is so integral to my process for work and also my mental health. Another meaningful action in March, I signed a new website client, someone who is newer to my world. She was a referral from another client, but her profession and her style of work has been on my web design bucket list for forever. She does interior design work specifically for Airbnbs and her work is stunning. I can't wait to be able to share this and start creating with all of her imagery and all of her passion for what she does. And speaking of websites, I also updated my own website this month. I removed all traces of some of my old branding colors. I removed all the yellow and all the navy, uh, which used to be part of my branding with the purple, but I'm going to a much more streamlined black, white, purple color scheme that I think just feels a little bit more mature. It's where I've been moving lately in my content and my graphics. The yellow and the navy had been added in right around the time that I was launching Aligned Action, the course offering just over a year ago. I had intended all of those colors to really just match with that product and not be everywhere in my brand, but then I took it took it a little too far. And so this month I dialed that back. I took all the yellow and navy away and I just made the website a whole lot more refined and that feels really really good so that felt meaningful to have that catch up with everything else that I'm doing. I also had a few action calls with clients again I'm reminded of how much I love those. 
I had a few this month with clients that I created websites for years ago and we updated them and added some new offerings, added some new information. In some cases, uh, helped them to launch courses. In some cases, helped them to change their scheduling system to book their experiences. The amount of progress we can make in 60 minutes always astonishes me and just makes me really happy. So if you want to work on your website in an action call, I would love to be able to shout you out in next month's episode once we've already worked together on them. You can book one of those through the link in the show notes and I promise I will be just as excited about working with you for an hour on your website. I can't wait already. Other meaningful actions are I made some decisions about the podcast. This is, this is content you want to hear here. <laughs> when the podcast is back next week, it is going to be season two. I didn't intend to do seasons from the start, but after I took this extended break, the January to March break just made sense for me for a lot of reasons. The biggest is that I hate winter. I This might seem really random and unrelated, but backstory is I live in a very cold climate where winters are brutal. And so on top of the days being short and having little light, it's also minus 30 most days, which I know many of you in the climate where you live, you can't even fathom (laughs) what that feels like. January to March are just not my most inspired months. With this information, with this experience, as of right now, I'm planning yearly breaks for the podcast during Q1, and I'll be starting a new season each April. Season two of the podcast will come back with the very next episode of the podcast, The last meaningful action that I want to go through on this episode is I'd spent a lot of time embracing doing things my way this month. Most people put their new offers in beta, do some kind of beta launch, beta program. And I have done this in the past, but that just doesn't feel quite right for this product, for this launch, for this time in my life slash business. So instead, I'm going to be putting together a focus group. I'm very excited about it. If that piqued your interest and you think that you might like to be a participant in that focus group for my new offer, keep listening. As a group, we'll have two meetings. First, there'll be an unveiling party where I capture your first impressions of the new offer. I'm going to do that through interactive polls on a call. And then you'll receive access for free. And then a little while later, we'll have one more call with a few more questions. At one point during that second call, we'll all mute and turn off our cameras and you'll film a quick little video, a little testimonial video about your honest, true experience inside the offer. This whole process feels fresh and new and just such a fun way to get your input on what I'm doing to ensure that what I'm creating is actually helpful for you and not just fun for me to create. And so the focus group concept is going to be implemented soon. So if you're interested in that, please send me a message on Instagram or an email, hello at clearquartzcreative.co and I'll get you added to that list. So if you're intrigued by the new offer, I know I haven't shared a lot yet. I'm keeping most of it under wraps. But if anything I've said today in this episode did intrigue you and you want to be part of that focus group and get the first access for free to the new offer, do send me an email or a message and we'll get you on that list. This process of recording alignment report episodes for you is one of my favorite things in business right now. I love being reflective and I love inspiring you to be more reflective in your business too. Remember, before you move on to listening to another episode or before you move on to doing anything else, please take the time to 
Figure out for yourself in your business, what were the things that felt aligned for you in March? What were the things that didn't feel aligned? And what meaningful actions did you take to help drive your business forward? Being reflective and being intentional about what you do next, those go hand in hand. Please take this opportunity, take some time, journal that out or think it through. You owe it to yourself and your business for future aligned action to look back briefly to see what you can learn from the previous month. As always, thank you for listening and I will see you soon in brand new episodes for season two. Thank you for listening to the Aligned Action Podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take the first step to turn your ideas and insights into income. For one-on-one guidance and done-for-you solutions, visit clearquartzcreative.co to see how we can work together. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show. Each review helps me to help more entrepreneurs like you dig deeper and get crystal clear. Until next week, remember, you're a gem. Every intention you set and every action you take is an expression of being the brilliant business owner you already are.